hear that. Made up movies, made up movies. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Made up movies, made up movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Made up movies. Movies in your face now. Come and get an earful. Made up movies, made up movies. Hello and welcome to Made Up Movies. I'm your host, Matt Shore, and with me, as always, is my bestest friend, Mike Kolar. How are you, Kolar? Hey, I'm good, Matt. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well, Mikey. Um, <laughs> I always refer to you by your first name, and it is not strange for me to do so. Not weird at all. Michael, Michael Kolar. Am I saying that mm. right? Sure. Let's just say, yeah. Kohler! Okay, so... Uh, we are uh, professional film critics. I don't know if you know about this. You probably know of us from our widely, uh, I, you should have said wildly, but it is also a very wide show. Uh, it's very portly. Our, our it's port- a fat show. Our portly successful show, uh, Bunker Brothers, which you can listen to on podcasts as well. So go to podcasts, that place in your town. Um, and we are, uh, doing a new show for you right here, right now as professional film critics, where we discuss movies that you might not have heard of, but, uh, our friends have seen them. They send in some stuff, uh, to tell us about these movies and we watch them and we're going to tell you all about them. Are you excited? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Cause, uh, yeah, you know, I like talking about movies and I'm, uh, and especially movies that uh, you know people might not have seen. Exactly, and we we we're kind of like uh, auteurs when it comes to this. So we're like, yeah, I would say we're like mildly auteuristic, sort of. As much um, as directors are auteurs, we are even more auteury than them. Yeah, I would say. I, I would say so. So I would say that uh, it, we should just get started and get into it. So our our the movie that we watched uh, this time, uh, it's a movie called Spark. Uh, it was suggested to us by our friend, Teresa Cowger. Thank you very much, Teresa, for suggesting this. Uh, this yeah. movie is kind of strange. It's a little, it was a little weird. Um, I don't know. It's called- I had never heard of it. And I tend to, you know, as we said, we're on tours. So it's like, how did I not hear of it? But I'm uh, not sure specifically when it was made, but it felt like, like a 2000s sort of like semi low budget. Yeah. yeah. It felt like it was like. Everything was f- shot at golden hour, so it was all sort of, like, yellowish-brown sepia tones and, like, soft earth lighting. But, like, the idea of this this movie, basically, is that it's about uh, a mechanic who dreams about becoming a writer, but, like, uh-huh. uh, he's, he, he, he's all, all he knows is cars. So... He can't write... He's an auteur, an A-U-T-O. He's an auto-auteur. Uh, He's auto, he's yeah, automated. He's said, an yeah. auto automaton. Uh, yeah. he, he works in automation and he's but he wants to be a writer, but like yeah. he can't stop writing about cars. It's like obsessing him. So like that's like the basic premise of it. Um how would you describe this main guy, this lead character in this movie? He's I mean, sort of like, he's He's like an Adrian Brody type, yeah. But like he doesn't have the charisma, you know, necessarily. To <laughs> no, he really doesn't. <laughs> to pull it he off, his, his weird just, face. He's to... just sort of like a, a pointy man who's very yeah, gaunt, just... <laughs> and he doesn't have that, you know, big pianist energy. 
that Adrian he, Brody like has. like Christian Bale in the Machinist, kind of, but right, just like it looks like he lost weight for the role, but it just might be like <laughs> maybe he a did serious maybe drug he just addiction. Always like yeah, this. it might just be. Yeah. This might just be a heroin junkie that they found <laughs> because he <laughs> sort of has like a sullen uh, attitude that like at no point in the like it's it feels like he thinks he's going for the Oscar on this one, but yeah. he doesn't have any range. He definitely has monologues in the movie where he's just like, you know, writing It's just like voiceover monologues throughout the movie. It's like it starts with the one he's like writing is just like a car. You got your pistons, and they got to get to work. Everything has to be running, you know, full cylinder. It's sort of like if Vin Diesel in Fast and the Furious was like... Didn't stop talking. Yeah, didn't stop talking. And if he just really, really wanted to be a writer. Like, if Vin Diesel was William Shakespeare, that's what this (laughs) movie was basically about. But imagine also Vin Diesel is played by... Crispin Glover, and yeah, that's that's basically yeah. what you're dealing with. You're well, that's I feel like that's unfair to Crispin Glover because Crispin Glover's like a really good actor. This guy's that's true. Like, I like I like Willard a lot, and I feel like this was <laughs> this was like <laughs> maybe made the same year as Willard, uh, and but it's it's on the opposite end of the spectrum. If that was like hyper underworld, like punk rock yeah. goth, uh, or hot topic goth, maybe this is just like sunny. This is like trying to be like I don't know like it wants to be pay it forward or something but it's just not about it's anything. So and then he's he's married in the movie yeah. and his wife supports him wholeheartedly but he tends to not care what she thinks but he's she's like I'm supporting you and he's like I don't care. It's like <laughs> well but she's supporting you in your dream even though you're like like you you you're an auto mechanic and you you clearly make a lot of you make you make a good living but you want to be a writer and she's like I support you and he's like ah you don't support me yeah exactly <laughs> so he keeps flying off the handle that's the thing is that like he keeps <laughs> inventing conflict i think that's like the major struggle of the movie but it also it has a ripple effect it's like the movie has no conflict because everyone's like, yeah, you should become a writer. I don't see why you can't do both. And he's like, no, yeah. one or the other. It has to be this or that. And so he's like obsessed with this thing and is, is like, I think I'm going to give it all up and become a writer. And she's like, you know what? If that's your dream, that's your dream. And he's like, why can't you believe in me? And she's Why like, won't you I just am. support me, Linda? Like, I literally am. And she's like, yeah. just so you can picture her, she's like got these big blue eyes. She looks sort of like Tara Reed, but like maybe just like an older, more uh, respectable Tara Reed. Not nothing, not, yeah. nothing, no slander against Tara Reed. I mean, we all. It love sounds her. like you're slandering Tara Reed, but again, no. You know, I mean, I love what's her she going to do about? I mean, yeah. I mean, she's yeah. she's busy with Sharknados or between Sharknados right now. So inside uh, of a Sharknado. She's in, yeah, I mean, because of global warming, the actual weather event, she is literally, she was on location in Sharknado, filming Sharknado 5 or 6, and got caught in an actual nuclear uh, Sharknado, because, like, I know, it's just, like, it's terrible, that's what I like to say when she's caught in a situation like that. I also write for online blogs, so I do a lot of puns like that. (laughs) Uh, as a professional yeah, not, film uh, critic. No, they're good. They're good. They're, they're, they're good. No, I mean, they're uh, not intended to be good. They're intended to really enrage the Twitter audience oh. so they click and respond. Because it doesn't matter if you read the article so long as you click on it to look at the ads. That's it's about the engagement my... and the exactly. trolling that you create. Exactly. You. Exactly. So for like this movie, I might be like, wow, does he hate women? 
and then just like I I think I think he does or the director does because I mean well, he cheats on his wife with right. with the film critic like halfway through yeah uh, there's like this film critic like, character in the movie who's like she's she's like a professional writer and she's like sort of a I don't know she's like a uh she's a Zoe Deschanel-y like hipstery kind of yeah like she she's clearly like the younger woman who and he's like searching for conflict in his boring ass country life and he's just like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep with this woman and it'll give me something to write about but then all of his his like his love love making scenes in his writing are like very mechanical. He keeps saying pistons in all of his sex scenes. He says pistons a lot, and there's also like some of the monologues are almost like in Moby Dick where he talks about a whale. In the yeah, same way, like, he like he talks about cars, and it's like I don't know enough about that cars. much about yeah. cars, but it's like. But it also doesn't seem like the writer of the movie does either. It seems like quick cursory Google. It seems like, or maybe they know about cars in a mechanical way, but not enough in a way to make it like romantic right because i'm pretty sure. sure he refers to her breasts as oily cylinders at one point he does i don't he think... said there's two oily cylinders heaving like right. two piss it's weird it was it did and it was like and then they just showed it and it's like okay did you find this sexy when he's they're in bed together he's about to go down on her and he says let's check on that transmission and he just sort of see like, that was and she giggled and I think it was like, but you could tell I, it made even me in a, the eyes of the actress, she was dead inside, and she was like, "This is take seventeen of this." It feels like yeah. both the director and the actor are getting off on this, and this is like, this is like her moment realizing this is not going to help my career at all. No, and it made me uncomfortable. But like I said, she giggled, and I guess that sort of sold it. But again, you was probably you were probably like, "It's like just try." Take 17? I don't know. Okay, so we talked about, like, the romance or lack thereof a little bit. But, like, the basic structure of this movie is, like... So he works at the the car shop. And he's got, like, buddies who work there. And they're, like, really stereotypical, like... Billy and Jerry. Yeah. and The most stereotypical names you can think right, of. Billy and Jerry. And, like, they're, like, just a couple of knuckleheads who are, like... One of them takes a wrench out of a toolbox. He's like, hey, check out my tool, buddy. And he, like, pretends to, you know, bang the other one up the butt with it and it's just like it's weird because it's like that's those two are like in a like a in a different like three stooges style movie almost yeah where it's like yeah it seems they're like just do bits just do bits in the background and we'll you know it's like for comedic comedic, comedic relief you know the director's brothers or something they look very similar. they looked very similar like they're like we gotta get billy and jerry in here somewhere it look, might be the real names. Look, we tried to put them on the crew, but they were just doing the banging up the butt bit. And if we put them on camera, they will get the... Yeah, there is no way those guys know how to like put a bunch of stingers Too much in an authority. Apple box or whatever. Yeah, they need... They need if we, if, and, and you can just tell they're the kind of guys where it's like... if we Once we told them they were actors, they suddenly were like, finally... Even though they yeah. were like, like fuck Hollywood the whole time, they were like, oh, finally, and now they're yeah, they really excited sold out. To get of, they would sell out. They were just so excited basically. to get the attention they deserved, and so they're yeah, they're sort of doing their like, I don't know, Keystone Cops, like bad Tommy boy in the background, yeah. Um, and he's he, their entire role is to be like the guys that he, so our our main guy can be like, uh, oh, come on, come on, would you? Why can't this be a respectable yeah. workplace? And this is like. How they set up 
And then he's frustrated that he there's no intelligent people around and that he's not yeah. being intellectually stimulated by his car job. They're just And they're just goofing around at work, and for some reason, it, it enrages him. And it's like, they're at work, they're just trying to have fun, man. It's, it's, I don't understand. Right, and it's like, he's just sick of his old friends being in their old routine. So he's like, he he's, he's doing like this repair for this little old lady, and she's really sweet. And she's like, clearly grateful. She's come to him all the time. He gives her a good deal. He's like, oh, no charge, I know yeah. you. So he's a nice guy. And then this like... Not the same thing as the as the movie critic. Just this other lady uh, comes in in like a red convertible. I don't know what kind of car it is, but it's like beautiful classic car. And sure. and, and and Billy and Jerry are both like, oh, 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 check out this pretty dame. And yeah. uh, they're like, and she gets out slow mo like Christmas yeah, vacation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's like it's like some really like. I don't even know what the song is, but it's like what they could afford. Just it is motion. generic two thousands yeah. uh, rock and roll music. Yeah, it's just like and like it's like head to toe. She's in her heels. She's like wearing one of those like Hollywood starlit bandana things from the nineteen fifties. Like she's Catherine Hepburn, and she like I guess in this movie sort of like represents this like he lives in this small town. And uh, she represents, like, the the life beyond some exotic sure. foreign whatever. And, like, so she's she shows up and she's like, oh, I think I've blown a gasket. And she says it in this kind of arch way. Like, the guy's like, oh, 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 I'd like her to blow my gasket or some such. And like, I think that's literally the line. That's actually. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. Yeah, They're yeah. sort of, like, just, like, I was just like, oh, I was, like, groaning over the dialogue at this point. <laughs> How many times can you say Gaskin in a movie? Yeah, because they're both just, and it's like, they're also, those guys are in the background doing the same, like, pantomiming the same bits in different sure. shots, as if they yeah. weren't sure what a different take was. So they're like, I'm not sure we got it last time. Let me hold the thing to my cock again. Like it's Right, like, yeah, their one bit was holding a piece of mechanical equipment to their cock, and it seems like uh, either they shot multiple uh, angles, or that was the only bit. I don't know. And so she's like got some. I mean, it was funny the first time. Are you but it liked was like, it? it? No, the first time it's like, because it's like, I don't know. It's I don't just, think it I mean, was that funny. I don't. I mean, it was funny the first time. I don't think it was funny every other time. I, I mean, think I, you're I, just anything. I think you're a sucker for a wrench and a cock joke. I don't think that. Any, was, j- anything you can make into your cock for a second will make me laugh. But just once, just for the first time. I remember, I remember my dad and I saw a comic open for Dane Cook and he was like in this like packed huge auditorium in Boston and his entire bit was holding the mic stand up to his cock. And they're like, Boston's funniest up and comer. And he was like, he did was, he play, did he play Jerry in the movie? He could, no, he was, he was literally too talented to play Jerry weirdly, but like he had, he had a lot of energy and was clearly trying to be like Dane Cook, but like yeah. his bits were just so shallow. They were like the worst open mic bits that like somehow he had got, again, seems like somebody's son. It's like, Hey, Hey son, we own the auditorium. You want to open yeah. for Dane Cook? And he kept his entire, yeah, whatever. his, his entire, his entire bit was like, I wish my name was Dick Big. That way when people call, when I leave a message, they're like, Hey, I think big comma Dick just called. And then he would hold the mic stand up to his cock. This is real. And he would just, this is real. This is real. This is very real. I mean, everything we're talking about is extremely real, but sure. like 
this is especially real from my life. And he would like, he was just, it was like 15 minutes and we were all like giving him the benefit of the doubt because we were excited to see Dane Cook. This is like me when I'm <laughs> like 18. So keeping that in mind, Dane Cook. I don't was, care. Dane Cook, that uh, this, he killed it that year. Yeah. I mean, he killed a lot of people. I agree, but yeah, like he killed multiple allegedly, he's a murderer. allegedly. No, he's a murderer, and I will stand by that statement. I think I, in modern times, it really makes you reconsider who you side with in the Dane Cook versus Louis C.K. Dane Cook, dude. Dane Cook. You should have stayed he's, with the Velociraptor the whole time. He's a goddamn sweetheart. He is. It's a perfect circle right there. Um. Anyway, so this lady is in the mechanic shop, and she's like, I blew my gasket. And the guys are going He's crazy. like, I'll blow your gasket. Yeah, yes. Ugh. Yeah, we know. We know. And <laughs> so, uh, so uh, he's like. Oh, it's just this minor thing. You've got a something. You got like she has something lodged in her vehicle under the hood. I forget right. what it was. It was no, but he can't get the part for three days or whatever. So it's right, like right. So she has to stay in uh in town at the local motel, and he even though we we don't. We don't know. I don't know if we know it yet, but he is married, right? So, like, he sees... Yeah, Linda. To Linda. Linda. So, wait, what's his name? His name is... Is it... Mark? Mark. So, Mark is our main guy. Yeah, Linda. they don't say it much. They don't say it much. <laughs> um. So, so, Mark's our main guy, and Mark is, like, Mark the mechanic, and he, uh, he's, like, going after this, this, like, movie starlet lady... And, like, it's kind of a weird sequence now that I'm thinking about it in hindsight because you don't know he's married quite yet. And, like, right. he stops at a gas station to pick up some, like, cheapo flowers and, like, yeah. head to where she's staying to maybe make a move on her. But, yes, he's pulling up to the motel. He sees her uh, chatting up some younger, hotter, artistic-looking guy. And it's like, is that the entire motivation for the – does he want to be – a writer just so he can cheat on his wife i and think so because it's like he cheats on he cheats her with a film critic and that's like even that's like <laughs> so like before he goal. cheats on her with what so that's the goal ultimately and so in a way he succeeds he, yeah. he's a failed yeah. writer he never really becomes a great writer in the you know he like writes something at the end and people are like yeah that was okay yeah, really. but I mean, don't, yeah, we don't want to give away the ending, but I mean, it's, yeah, no, but. no, no, but like, he's never, I mean, at least from what he has presented, he's never proven to be some wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's more like he thinks about writing so he can move to Hollywood and just, and just I guess, do drugs and bang. Yeah. Zoe Deschanel ladies. That's yeah. like the whole. He's not necessarily a, uh. A heroic figure. <laughs> no, he's not heroic at all, especially because and of maybe the whole. Like, the way he treats his wife is just so anti-hero. And they I have think that's the kids. issue. Like, if he, if he wasn't... Ma- yeah, he has, they, have, they have two kids. They have two kids. He, he wasn't. They have, like, a baby and a little girl. And he's, like, supposedly sweet to them. There's, yeah. like, a scene where I mean, somebody comes into the shop and they've got, like, a... Uh, a toy dinosaur stuck in the car under the hood. Yeah. And he's like, this is what was causing the problem. You got a prehistoric engine. Ha ha ha. And like, then he takes the toy and he gives it to his daughter later, but it's yeah. like unclear whether he like washed it or like cleaned it up. He's just sort of, but, like that's, but that's not even it. Cause it's like, in all intents and purposes, it seems like his family loves him dearly. <laughs> and he doesn't yeah. care at all. He's, he's like the, he is, 
written to be the beloved father of this family, but he is so sullen and like boring that and narcissistic, like, and narcissistic kind of, in a very boring way <laughs> daddy why don't you want to play with me because i have to write my fucking novel he says i'm like, gonna be an artist he like throws uh. a glass jar with like pens in it or something he's got a lot of pens because he's a writer right and so they're just even though he uses a computer he just has pens all over and like there is there is sort of like a well shot scene where he's like sitting by a lake under a tree and he's trying yeah. to write, but all all and whenever he's trying to write, it's like really fucked up. Like it starts nice and it's like oh maybe this will be a nice scene, but he like, it's like supposed to show his anguish, but like he's supposed to be writing, uh, but when he looks at what he's accomplished today, it's all just doodles of cars. It's like yeah, page after page of doodles even, of cars. He can't write necessarily. And even we, like he like he when he starts writing, it's like a short story, but it it immediately goes to talk about like very specific details of cars. And again, it seems like it was all Wikipedia because like it's yeah. just like it's like it's they like, Wikipedia Ford Taurus and then they just wrote down the description <laughs> yeah, of a Ford yeah, Taurus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, no matter what his story is about, he is continually like describing what they're driving at one point at one point like a character in one of his stories rides a bus and he's like describing the engine of the bus in great detail and like we don't even realize that like the character got off we're like we're still describing the bus and our main character like left the story and he's like getting frustrated he's like going through his doodles and he's ripping them up and he's like tossing them in the wastebasket or into the lake he's just like littering like nonstop. it's essentially he has the weirdest uh, strangest writer's block of all time. Uh, but also, he's not, you know, like you said, he's we, he's not a good person. He's not like you can no. commiserate with him. You're right. like, well, maybe you should just be an auto mechanic because clearly you're obsessed with cars, you psychopath. And like, it's sort of like, uh, I guess he's, he comes back from this thing and he's like, he's like uh, from his failed affair uh, in yeah. early on in the movie and he's like, He's like his. He can't sleep at night, and his wife is like the first of his failed affairs. Yeah, the first of his failed. Well, he succeeds in having an affair later in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he can have affairs. That's. (laughs) But the relationship doesn't seem like it has legs. But like, it's just sort of a fling, right? And so he's like got this anguish inside. But instead of writing about the anguish, he's like. The the writing is causing him anguish. It's like it's yeah. actually kind of an interesting portrayal of the fact of like when you have a great idea but you just can't put it down in an interesting way. <laughs> like he doesn't right. have the aptitude for it, but he's convinced that he does. He is convinced wholeheartedly that he is a genius, which is what right. makes it so and, uh, such a narcissist and such a annoying character, really. And it's kind of like written in the way where it's like like those like the number 23 and like silent window where it's like the writer is like going mad <laughs> yeah by yeah. like he's supposed to be like solieri or something it's like yeah. i must my great work my important work but it's but yeah, there's his so much other shit happening that it's like i don't any it's not believable that right. he's like you know. right there's this whole it's like to pad the movie's runtime there's this plot where the wife keeps going to the supermarket because it's like, what's the wife going to do? She's going to go shopping. Yeah. And so she needs a B like, story. <laughs> she needs a B story. So she goes to the supermarket. And she's a woman. <laughs> and, and like, and so they, she keeps bumping carts 
with the, her like you know frenemy who's like this yeah. frizzy haired woman who is like just like a character actress who is just like clearly there to be like oh we're doing so well my husband the architect and is like Ugh. talking all over like I don't know what he's building in this small town but like it's like oh he's he's gonna build <laughs> yeah. the new building it's like it's gonna be downtown have you heard of it it's for the bank and they're talking yeah, they it's have like, a lot of big city problems and I think there is 5,000 people in this town. yeah it's not very many and like it's very country I don't know if it's like midwest or rural everything is like again sepia like golden yeah. hour kind of thing and yeah it's it's a little it's she's just it, it creates this weird tension where it's like she she knows that they just got a new car this rich family just got a new car linda knows that this frizzy lady got a new car because uh he came to the shop recently and so she's heard through the grapevine uh and it's like oh yeah we're doing very well and it's like now there's like money struggles they've got two kids and it's like but even so, she's supportive. She's supportive of the switch yeah. to like to go from, and it's not like he quits being a mechanic, but he just no. stops. Like he's like he locks himself in his office during the day so he can write. He's like the head mechanic. Yeah. He like owns this shop basically, and like like Billy and Jimmy or whatever, they are like. At one point, they like fuck something up, and like a car is on those things that lift the car up, like the hydraulic things, and they they like accidentally pull a lever, and the car slides off, and like yeah. gets really fucked up, and he comes out, he's like, "What are you doing?" It's like, well, maybe if you were supervising them, like, is your job, you know, that yeah. wouldn't have happened. You know, they're just goof offs. Like they, that's very obvious from the, fr- and it's also that scene was weird because it's like I thought for sure Billy was gonna get smashed by that car, and it's like. Oh he did yeah, not. and I was like, and I was like, it was shot in such a way where it's like, it's every every single like at some point it's like, is this a thriller? But then no, nothing. He's fine. It just fall the car well, just falls off. And I don't know like, if you noticed this, but uh, he in for the rest of that scene, he looks kind of shaken, like he's not doing bits anymore. And if you look, are you saying that maybe it, you, like if, if you look carefully at his at what his outfit, he changed one of his shoes. His shoes don't match for the rest of that scene. I think the I think like during that stunt or practical effect or whatever, a piece of it or maybe like the door or something actually smashed his foot. And oh, you're saying he actually probably got hurt in real life. He got hurt in real life, and so they had to change, like, do a quick wardrobe change. But instead, oh. I don't understand why they didn't change both shoes. I think maybe did not call attention to it because it was a white shoe. But like that's so weird. He was wearing one white and one brown shoe for the rest of the scene. So I think the actor might have actually gotten hurt. And he I, he looked a little dazed after that. I wonder if they might have given him some painkillers or something, or maybe given the, him some of the main character's heroin. Uh, it might have just actor. you know <laughs> the the actor himself. The character does not do heroin, although the character does not do heroin, despite looking I've, like a heroin addict. Yeah, and and the fact that he probably would do heroin just to have something to Which, write or like, about. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, he doesn't become an alcoholic. He doesn't become like a heroin addict. He just sort of becomes a dick. You know, it's like yeah, he becomes a womanizer. But it seems like he becomes a womanizer. That's his drug. Is just going after. He keeps saying like, "Oh, all these authors have these great romances," and then he like he'll look yeah. at his wife and like roll his eyes. He'll have like a picture uh, of his wife. It's like, is this my great romance? And it's like, yeah, it is. This is like is. you're doing. She's very attractive, dude, and she loves you, and you're and terrible. You, and you have two kids. You have and two stop, kids. Like, like it, it just like 
I don't know. And it's, I guess it's, 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 it's like a story of not giving up on your dreams, but it's like sometimes just give up on your dreams because your life is well, fine. Well, it's, it's, I don't know if it, that's what it's about. Cause it's like, is his dream, what is his dream? Is he just using writing as an excuse? Cause like, it never seems like it doesn't, it's not like he takes like a writing class to get better. <laughs> he just assumes he's great at it. You yeah, never see him like, like doing writing writer. exercise. <laughs> he just assumes he's perfect at it. Is furious at himself for not being able to write the great American novel about cars or he's something. He's the voice of his generation. He's the voice of his generation. <laughs> uh, right off the bat, he wants to be David Foster Wallace, and he's furious at himself for with his first time trying that he's not. And like instead of instead of putting in any effort, he just absentmindedly doodles cars, and is just like, "Fuck! Why can't I be perfect?" And why can't and abusively takes it out on his supportive wife, and then cheats yeah. on her as punishment for her being and so supportive her, and like throws it's... a glass at his daughter like he's fucking jack torrance or something but he's so yeah so he's essentially not a good guy. he's not a good guy <laughs> yes. deep down but it's <laughs> does he but have any redeeming that... qualities i mean he helps he gives the old lady a, a you know a good deal on her he, he <laughs> is he is kind of nice to his kids but it's also like he's cheating on him he's cheating on his yeah, wife he's so destroying like, the family at the same time yeah, he's destroying the family so he's not nice to his kids and, they, and also it's like they wrote the film critic in a way where it's like, wow, you really were good at that. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, it's so sexist. Yeah. And, like, she's Jesus just, Christ. it's like, oh, so he's good at fucking? Is that, like, yeah. an important he's part of this not character? writing. He he's, knows he's good at fucking. But nothing. And but so, his so the like- proves after the affair. In, in, yeah. well, I, I shouldn't say the quality of the writing doesn't necessarily improve. It's pretty much the same throughout the movie. But... His ability to write without becoming incredibly frustrated goes away. He's like yeah. he's like writing smoothly about her oily cylinder breasts and her butt pistons or whatever. Uh, your eyes are just like two gas caps, and your nose is just like a throttle. And it's like when I put my key into your ignition, milady. It's like really bad. It's really uh, bad, and it's weird because like he he you know he's banging that film critic, and right. then he sort of cheats on her with the Hollywood starlet. You know, right, it's like right because he sees why her is that again not one character? Three. Why like it doesn't make any sense? He kisses. He doesn't have sex with the the Hollywood starlet chick, but he does kiss her outside. He doesn't the, was that it was wait, was that a fantasy he had? Well, yeah, he does have a fantasy at about the midpoint. Uh, I mean, he cheats. He definitely. He definitely makes out with the uh, yeah with the uh the the Hollywood starlet. He definitely does, but he doesn't like go all the way with her. Let's say. But then what's that scene where they're like going all the way? That, that, that a was a dream. Thing? That was a fantasy. What? Because That's he's so stupid. He's like it's before it's <laughs> before so he's already met the film critic, but um he hasn't banged her yet, and he is. I'm being super romantic when I say that. Uh, yeah. He he hasn't banged her yet, and he. Uh, instead he's like in bed with his wife and he's tossing and turning. And then he's like dreaming about the Hollywood starlet and they're and they're like having, they're like on, they're in, they're in her car and they're driving around like, yeah. uh, the coast and they like have a picnic and they like make love by the ocean. And then, yeah. then his wife wakes him up and he's like, Oh, I was having the best dream. Why don't you support uh, so. me? You know, I, I get, yeah, I get, it's like everything that he has, he has so much gross sex in the movie that I feel like, yeah, I don't know what's a dream or not a dream. No, yeah. So maybe I mean, it's all, maybe I mean, it's, all he, a it's dream. an emotional affair in a way. And then he like lives it out with the film critic 
chick. That's so weird. Because, I mean, it's... and But then later, outside of that, at towards the three-quarter mark, after he's actually banged the uh, film critic... Stop, he, stop saying bang. I, I, I mean, that's just... You know, we got to commit to something. That's what I've learned as a professional film critic myself, is that when you say something, you really have to stick with it. I'm not going mean, to switch... Be fair, I mean, what am I going to say? Okay, once he stuck his oily piston sexed into sexed her, up. Once he, yeah, what's the what's the nicer PG way of saying this? Once uh, he did the deed, dips the dipstick into the once he does the oily, dip, yeah, yeah. Once he is no way to do a car metaphor without sounding like the grossest, most toxic, masculine person on the on the planet. It's just not possible. But yeah, so uh, I guess banged is okay. Actually, even compared to this movie, where I mean, it's, it's like- a combustion <laughs> engine. It's gonna bang. That's what combustion is. It's still <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. enough. <laughs> so it comes full circle. Dane Cook. <laughs> the end. Uh, uh, but so yeah, he like. Okay, so this whole thing, like, leads up to, it's really stupid, but, like, his wife wants him to get more involved in the community for whatever reason and stop being so, like, sullen and withdrawn. She wants to do something together, and she wants to go to, like, this... It's like a community, like, harvest days or something like that. They make it seem like a big deal. It's, like, the biggest deal in this little fucking town. Right. And so, normally, he has, like, he brings out, he organizes some classic car thing. And he's not doing it this year. It's like, why? And it becomes this big thing where he's like, it's like, maybe I don't even love you anymore. And there's, like, a big problem. And she just feels like he's boxing her out of their marriage and their life. And it's like at his lowest point. And so his big turn is that he, he goes to like him at his worst. He, well, basically what happens, like he, he, there's like this ambig. I don't really understand what happens with him and the film critic. I still don't. It just sort of like peters out. They have sex. Yeah, she sort of goes away. She gets mad and like goes away. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. She's like, She's like, why don't you share some of that writing with me? He's like, it's not finished yet. She's like, you won't open up. This is why your wife doesn't love you either. And he's like, she does love me. Every woman loves me. I'm the greatest. And And to be fair, she's like the film critic of like this small town. Like it's like. Right. She's not like. They meet at like a movie theater. I don't remember what they're seeing, but like they're just seeing some stupid movie. And uh yeah, she. It's like there's clowns in it. I don't know why. It's, it's strange. Movie. And also, do, do we, we this is an 83 minute movie, right? This is not a long movie. No, no, it feels <laughs> excruciatingly long because there are so many takes that are just like yeah. slow panning takes. It's sort of like the movie Pig with these long, long pans where no dialogue happens. But instead of like interesting drama setup happening, it's like just him writing. It's like we're moving through a, a barn. Or, a, or yeah. a garage, and he's just writing on the ground, <laughs> a notebook, or like an old typewriter. Um, and then we'll get some like voiceover sometimes of like the pistons and whatever. But like, anyway, she becomes uh, upset with him. The both ladies become upset with him. So he decides he's going to he goes to the same gas station again. He gets the flowers again. And he's like, I don't care if she's seeing some other person. I'm seeing lots of people. I'm going to go see this Hollywood starlet again. And this yeah. is his plan. He's going to live out this fantasy 
this, you know, this, this, this Zoe Deschanel film critic did not fulfill his fantasy of being like a Hollywood writer or something. I don't even know. Yeah. He's trying to write a novel. I don't know why he dreams of Hollywood or whatever, but <laughs> I think it's just, I think it's just maybe the director was like, well, these film critics, that's who you got to get. And then I, uh... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I wish I could fuck every film critic so they would give my movie All a better critics review. are the same. I don't know what he was trying to do. I don't know what he's saying. Know. But uh, auteurs. Yes, auteurs, auto auteurs. Um, and so he basically goes to see this woman, the Hollywood starlet type at her motel. And he like kisses her. He like drops the flowers he was going to give her. And he starts kissing her while she's going to get ice. She drops the ice bucket and they share this yeah. passionate kiss. She knows what he came for. It's like this weird sexual moment that was actually kind of hot in a weird way. If it wasn't yeah, this I guy. Mean, if it wasn't for all the other gross things. Yeah. If, if it was that. taken out of context, it might be a sexy scene. But yeah. then he's like, let's run away together. And she just starts laughing. He's like, what? It's like, I'm not real. And she's, he's yeah. like, what? She's like, I'm just your fantasy. Don't you realize? I'm just your <sighs> so stupid. And 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 he's like, what do you mean? He he like touches her. He's like, you're real. I can feel you. She's like, no. What I represent to you, you don't know me. You don't see anything but a body and lips. Yeah. You just want to use me, and I just want to use you. And baby, that's fine. But like, we need to, you need to take it for what it is, not what you want. And it to then, be. Uh, and then she. Uh, she transforms into the car she was driving and he gets in and it, then he like drives, he drives. I, where does he drive? I don't understand. Like Wait, he drives. All, he, she becomes the car. I yeah, didn't get that. You, no, the shot, Wait, she the shot is was a fantasy. Yes. No. So she, I thought she was being talking, metaphorical. No, oh she doesn't God. exist. She That's actually why was she's a fantasy. glowing in that scene. I thought it was like That's why she's weird glowing. lighting or like that his... shot where she disappears and then the next scene she like she becomes reappeared. a bird and then yeah. flies to the parking lot. So she like she's like glowing, right? I thought this was like a dream or a fantasy. I didn't realize. Well, I guess if it's all a fantasy, she like becomes like a bird and flies yeah. to the parking lot and then becomes the car she was becomes driving. the car. Yeah, exactly. And yes. I guess because it's a firebird, it's supposed to be a metaphor, but it's like a dove, so it doesn't quite track. It like, doesn't. I mean, I, it's hard to tell what is like. He's not a, like he's not a reliable narrator, so it's like I don't oh, know. Oh, is that what it's not. about? Maybe is the film I don't critic know, even real. The film critic, I believe, is real is because this his like wife Joker? talks to her. Is this entire movie like Joker? No, because it's not as bad as Joker. Let's not. Get <laughs> <laughs> I think Joker's okay. I think Joker gets a bad rap. I mean, Joker is like at least I mean, it's the same thing least, where it's like at the, least in Joker you have like a role model who you can look up to, and it's like oh, I get but it. So like he's this not a good guy. He be. kills his he fantasizes about his neighbor, and then kills her. I mean, like that's basically this movie. Yeah, but I mean, so without jo the murder, I'm just saying Joker is a cool character that men should emulate. He's not like a toxic feel masculine like, guy. <laughs> I feel like, like maybe you don't get the. Wait, what was the point of that movie? <laughs> I think, well, I mean, if you watch it carefully, you'll realize that at the end, Joker is exalted as a hero. So yeah. it, it's like he's the hero. Um, Batman yeah. and the rich are who's wrong. It's society who's to blame. You know what? I've got some newsletters I would but love to But doesn't he murder his, he murders his neighbor just for being. No, no, not, no. That's just implied. It happens off screen. So it's probably okay. She's fine. I think he, I think he murders her. Well, uh, I mean, I did she deserve it? 
No, she didn't deserve it. She's well, just living there. She's just the trying to raise her kid. Ambiguity that you look for in a uh, another auteur, Todd Phillips, Hangover Part Three. They're both equally <laughs> artistic in their way. Is this? Uh, did you even IMDb? Is this the only movie this guy has made? I don't even know. His... I don't. I have not looked it up, but I. Uh, I think I think he's made. I the name sounds vaguely familiar, but like I don't know. I don't know. It seems like it had enough of a budget that like you wouldn't give it to a guy unless he'd done like a commercial or something. But anyway, while you're looking that up, the the car becomes a bird. He fantasizes about himself driving it, and then he smiles like he's realized something. And then, like, the next scene is, like, everybody's waiting at the Harvest Fest. And it's, like, everyone's, like, where's the cars? And, like, Billy and Jimmy are, like, screwing around. And the wife's, like, would you guys cut it out? And it's, like, whoa. She finally found her voice and stood up for herself. Uh, and that's, like, her big moment he is did, telling them to cut it out. He did one other. Trent Falco did one other movie. Trent and it's, Falco? It's a sh- yeah. And He's it's named a, it's after a, short- a Smash Brothers character? That's <laughs> Yeah. And it's a short called White Road, and it's just a short. And that was it's another driving it. thing. Oh my god! It's about a road. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not a watching young man's White journey road. through self to discover true love. It's the same thing. Ugh. A young man's yeah, journey through a self young to man. discover It's probably true the same love. actor. He's probably Trent <laughs> yeah. Falco. It might be the same actor. <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, it is, it's not the same. <laughs> Mark the mechanic. There's a big, there's like a big event and like the mayor is there and it's like, oh, welcome to Harvest Fest or whatever. And they, uh, Mark like walks up on stage. He's like, I got something to say. And then he like reads this poem that's like semi-erotic yeah. to this like crowd of like children. Again, and again, sort of, you know, it's it's still about cars. <laughs> like, it's still about cars. <laughs> but it's like yeah. the pistons, the way she moves. It's like it's like because he's used the same words to describe women's body parts earlier. Even the like the weird pull. I don't know what they're going for, but it's like uh, that. Like, but the audience poetry. is entranced. Like, yeah, the audience they're like, is. Whoa, we've never heard anything. What are these strange new words yeah. that this genius is putting together? And his wife just seems to be happy that uh, he is ex- sharing his writing and expressing himself and yeah. like becoming part of the community again. And you can see the frizzy haired woman's like a little impressed and jealous by yeah. this impoverished mechanic uh, spouting random nonsense. And uh, then is it even impoverished. I feel like it's like the Simpsons where it's like they live in a nice house. But yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, 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 yeah. It's like they're like, oh, our money. Tr-. It's like modern family where they complain about yeah. money troubles. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, our pool house is broken. It's like, oh, fuck yourself. Um, but uh but yeah, and so she's won over by this speech. The crowd applauds and everyone's like happy. And Billy is like, whoa, I, I don't know what you said, man, but that was crazy. And like, uh, they, even they seem a little bit like, hey, you should say more crazy stuff like that around us at the shop. He's like, maybe yeah. I will. Maybe I will. It's like it's like Allen Ginsberg reading, reading Howl yes, for the first time. Yes, Everybody's just that's, like. <laughs> that's what it is. I couldn't think of the author, but it is like Ginsberg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like um, – so like they, they he like reunites with his family and and like he dedicates it to his wife, but it's like you wrote that about a woman while you were cheating, and then like <laughs> yeah, you wrote that about a woman you were banging and a fantasy woman who you were also trying to bang but didn't exist. <laughs> Wait, oh my god! What? I just realized something. Okay, I think I think both of his affairs are fictional. 
Why? Because the film critic is his does his wife talk to the film critic? No, what happens is this is why I'm realizing this at this scene. He's reunited with his wife and the film critic shows up, right? And she like yeah. comes up and she's like, "Hey, you did pretty good up there. It looks like you're finally sharing yourself." He's like, "Thanks." And she like kind of brushes his arm in like a romantic way and then walks away. And you think his wife's going to be like, "Is that who you're cheating with?" But what his wife says specifically is, "Who are you talking to?" Not who was that, but who are you talking to? As if, but she's, but they don't like. She, they don't cut away from her. She's just not like he's. He's. She's only in her. His mind is that what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> that's so fucking. That's so fucking. Right? It's insane. He hallucinated both, or they leave it ambiguous, so you yeah. don't know. But maybe that's why he doesn't. Maybe that's why he's supposed to be a good guy, or you can read it as that. Is that they were both because he's only affairs. having affairs in his mind? Yeah, they're just they were fiction. <laughs> it was all fiction that he was writing. The whole thing, all of it, was his amazing story, and that's why his amazing story did save the day. So that's the lesson. So if you want to cheat, but then on so someone, wait, but then, so wait, so wait, so wait. But when he gets in at the end, when he gets in his car and he drives away, right? Is that? Is he actually driving away or is he like... Well, his wife's in the car there in that point, right? But... His wife and his kids are in the car. But it's not his regular car. It's like a different car. It's like a nicer It's the Firebird. It's a Firebird. Right. But it's like a blue Firebird this time, I think, to represent... Yeah. Why isn't it the same car? Because it's (laughs) like it represents his transformation. The Firebird is a phoenix, right? So it's like it rises, it changes, you know? They spent so much money on renting cars in this fucking movie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know somebody dinged that shit up right after Billy and Jimmy just eating pork sausages and that thing. Um, And... Yeah, I mean, that's basically, they, like, drive off into the sunset, but it seems like yeah. kind of a fancy. But it seems like he's learned how to imagine his wife as the Hollywood starlet. And so, like, he has found his happy ending. So, he, so he's not a bad person? No, I, don't, I think I, don't. I think the way we can understand this is that he's the best person who's ever lived. I Not and as good as Joker, though. Not, as, not good as, as good as Joker, because that, I mean, the thing about Joker is that it's like he really sticks it to the people in charge. And yeah. it's like, you know how like society is. That's not what Joker's like. He's like the opposite. So I, it just he just in general houses anyway. So but yeah, I like guess in so the, general. In general, okay. But the moral of the story this is, like is how follow Joker your dreams. Is. Then no, not the Joker. In, in the moral of this story is follow your dreams, <laughs> and even if they're insane, and you're you're cheating yeah, on your wife your, and your dreams, see your dreams through. It, have emotional affairs in, within your own imagination, but don't actually do it. <laughs> Don't cheat unless it's in your mind and your mind fucking writing is a pathway (laughs) of imagination that allows you to explore having the affair for good and for bad. However, what's confusing is that he seems to think that they are real and really. Yeah, that's the thing. He might just be he seems like he's just an insane. person. He might just be mentally ill, severely mentally ill. And this is the point where we remind you if you have are struggling with mental illness in this time, get help. Don't become a mechanic. It is the Don't worst become Mark thing. the mechanic. It is the worst thing for your mental health to become a mechanic who fantasizes about being a writer and then about uh, uh, two affairs that may or may not exist and one of them becomes a bird. So like yeah. bird that, and then a car. So that's basically it, right? That's like the whole film. I don't think. I mean, that's a lot. It, it's so the fact that there's so much packed into 83 minutes, and it, maybe that's why I was like, oh, okay. It's it's just. It, 
that's why I was like, are they real or not? It's an insane movie, and but I don't you, necessarily... You have to realize that, like, we spent a long time talking about it, but we didn't... Everything that we... Like, the missing time, the remainder between what we, we talked about and the runtime is... It was all long shots. It's all him. long shots of him fucking writing. It's all just yeah. slow. So you're like, we're cutting out the middleman. We saved you time. You don't have to watch this movie. We did it for you. And it's uh, like, and it's like, and all the, and all the music is like early to, yeah, you, know, you said it's like 2000s puddle of mud. So it's not like they're like, <laughs> yeah, it's, they're not like the long shots are very like, is this an, it's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, so that was that, uh, that was, spark, what would you, uh, right? what would you rate it out of, I would, what would you rate, rate it? I would rate it four out of 10. It wasn't excruciating to sit through. Uh, Cause it was it short. Was, it was boring. Theory. I thought it was, I mean, it was entertainingly funny how, what a scumbag he was. And I kind of wasn't a scumbag. I think I would have rated it three if I hadn't had uh, just sort of like unraveled the movie's like weird way of thinking there at the end. But uh, yeah, what what about you? Uh, I gave it. Uh, I would probably say the same. Maybe maybe a, maybe a three though, because I was I, I those long shots were very long. Yeah, and it was. It, I th- and I still think he's a scumbag. I don't think he's not a scumbag. We're talking about yeah. He's still he's still kind of a scumbag. He's not like a hero like Joker. So. Yeah. Um, three out of ten jokers <laughs> three out of ten jokers how many jokers how close to perfect 10 out of 10 joker is this movie that's that you need that should be the scale uh i so, don't think uh the zero zero then. yeah yeah all right it was not close he looked kind of like adrian brody and adrian brody i'm pretty sure played joker at some point um, yeah i think so it just sort of seems like it um <laughs> so i uh, want to thank Teresa for that one that was a great suggestion off to a good start uh and yeah thank you for uh uh listening if you did uh you don't need to uh, try to rent this movie we already uh described it for you so don't bother googling it or looking it up afterwards it's yep. pointless um anything else we got to say mike i, I guess if you, if you have a movie you want to suggest yes uh, hit hit one uh, of us up on twitter i'm uh i'm shorester s-h-o-r-e-s-t-e-r on twitter uh what are you I'm uh, at Mike Kolar at Twitter. Mike Kolar on Twitter, and just yeah, if, if you've got a suggestion for a movie that uh, we haven't seen, just uh, give us the title and the the genre of that movie, and uh, yeah, we'll take it from there. Uh, that's all for us here at Made Up Movies, and uh, have a great day. Bye bye. See ya. Bye.